when my team wins a big game, it's good. But when my team doesn't win the big game, you better look out, Buster. I'm a loose cannon. This is not good at all. Hello, boys and ghouls. Welcome to Too Much Dip. It's Monday. My name's Dave. We got KJ and Dylan in the building. KJ, hi. It feels great to be back. It's been a few weeks. I said I would not return to the the stadium, the studio, until the Jaguars were uh, victorious. Guess what? Victory Monday. Is that really what you said? No, no. Okay, I was gonna. I don't remember that at all. I would have much rather been here than like trying to book a sleep study or something. Whatever the hell I was doing. Still win, winless in the United States though, which is interesting. Mm. Jags. Yeah, but we won there first. Over there, you know, the the original America, if some okay. people call it. All right, that's fine. Nobody calls it the original America. Hey, the original congrats, America. Congrats on number two on the way, KJ. Thanks. It was. So uh, you went public ooh, with that. You had a Very big cool. lunch. Oh come on, David. Talking about this children guy. here, man. Regularity and whatnot. Uh, yeah. Big news uh, on the TL yesterday. Uh, my wife and I are expecting uh, child number two in April. Very cool. Uh, we do not know boy or girl yet. But, you know, then again, do we ever? We'll let the kid decide. Who knows? It's um, big of you. Which way are you leaning? Very progressive. Um, I don't even know what to uh, imply with that. The thing, no, <laughs> the thing that gets thrown around a lot um, – by some, it's like, well, you know, they say if the more sick you are while you're pregnant, the more likely it is to be a girl. I just have never seen that study. I'm going to need yeah. to see it before I, before I like nod along in this conversation I'm having. Well, if you were to have a conversation with anyone, I don't know. I won't say any names or any like relationship, you know, uh, to me. But let's say if like the law deemed you a parental figure of mine of uh, the maternal sort. Like, I wouldn't say that maybe you wondered, like, hey, if there was a certain position involved in conception, like, then it could be one or the other. Um, and wonder those things aloud. I'm not saying that happened. I was, about, happen. to, I was about to ask if y'all buy into the theory of which type of sex during conception uh, dictates, you know, boy or girl. I have a friend who's, who's absolutely convinced of it and uh, has two sons to show for it. So, okay. I mean, yeah, there's a 50-50 chance, right? I mean, right, right, but his, according to him, if well, I, I don't what's the get, position? I don't want to get too well, grotesque. There's more than two positions. Not necessarily David. a position, but like how, um, how, oh god, how inside, how inside you are. Oh, this I didn't. I'm know. not following. Like, so you have like insider info, <laughs> like you have a source on the team. Like inside, like if you throw at their chin, like. <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna high and tight. We can we can move on. So like you got a little Schefter inside. We can move on. But there, there's there are theories out there that I don't necessarily um, subscribe to, yeah. but they're out there. I don't think I subscribed any of them. It's uh, I will say this: I'm the third of four boys, and then my wife she's the oldest of five siblings in total. But it's three girls, two boys. So I can't even go with the whole like. You know, I guess they're in the end. There are more boys here. I don't know. We'll find out. Healthy, happy. That's all we're looking. That's what for. matters, KJ. Did you ever? Uh, did you ever think about asking? Uh, for one or the other? No, no, no. I mean, um, you said four boys. Oh, so you like so? What's the secret here? 
Oh no, no. What was the what was the move? You, yeah, you probably don't ask. Yeah, you probably don't do that. Secret was to change partners a few times in the mix, but um, <laughs> you know, I love okay. all the half brothers. But anyways, <laughs> well, shout out to his family. We're here for sports. <laughs> hey, Dylan, Dylan's here. I am here. Yes, uh, very happy to be here. I've reached the point uh, of the twenty twenty one football seasons where I, I no longer. I just look forward to Sundays. Saturdays are just kind of like whatever. I'll watch what's on. But Saturdays are more about anymore. something else. The boys. Right. Right. And then Sunday is about NFL football and them boys who okay. are uh, – they won another one, KJ. I don't know if you caught it. Uh-huh. Five and one. Thrilling, they did. Thrilling victory up in Boston. I, um, I want to get this out of the way and say I don't like the person I'm turning into. Uh, week <laughs> after week, I feel like – I grow a little bit more into form, like full form as a Cowboys hater, and that's not who I want to be. Yeah, the rundown uh, definitely shows that. (laughs) I don't hate the Cowboys. I don't dislike the Cowboys. I've stated this in the past. Um, I've played contrarian in our conversations about them. I've talked about envying the hype around them. And I will say this, as a fan of a victorious football team, I can now stand – Side by side with the Cowboys as like here on a one and week, and say so, you know what, I'll just let bygones be bygones. They are in fact them boys. It's you know very what? Big of you. <laughs> uh, I'm happy for you. And uh, on that note, I wanna I got a little something for you. If you guys will just give me a sec. Get up out my chop house. I'm sorry? <laughs> chop house? Yeah. KJ? He's referring to a uh, text message I received over the weekend from one David C. Ruff, um, which is in reference to uh, Urban Meyer's chop house. Ah, oh, yes. Urban Meyer, of course, uh, most notably coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I Do we want to talk the game or are we talking Urban? Because I feel like finally there's a game to refer to. I will, I, I'm going to let you let's, – let's lead with Urban so we can just put it behind us and not mention him ever again. In, in this form. Because there are other NFL coaches or other coaches <laughs> who are taking the headlines. Oh. <laughs> um. I, well, what, what's to be said? Urban's lies have uh, certainly been debunked through and through over the past few weeks. Um, but he's gone as far as what? We've had Tebow on TV. We've had uh, uh, his pref- press conference, which we've all seen is bad. Um, and to continue that with, you know, taking Miles Jack's captain status away and that he didn't play in this game. Uh, it's, it's just not looking like a great start to a season. But all of that went away um, when the lowly Dolphins allowed us to kick their teeth in in front of some blokes. Um, so I guess the, the reality of a team being in London, like that's, that's going to happen, right? Matter of time. Um, yes. However, I should say the NFL announced that next year they're going to play a game in uh, your home country. Which one? Germany. Germany, yes. Really? Yeah. yeah. So what if the response is, you know, more immediately favorable there? 
Here's what I think of every time we send uh, a game over there. These, uh, okay, the people of Europe, our friends in England. You almost said these people. No, no, no. I was going to say these lads, these blokes, (laughs) these people, these people. uh, (laughs) Nice people on both sides, really. Um, (laughs) They are used to football, not Norte Americano, soccer, which is free-flowing. They don't deal like this. The, the stoppages are very rare, and then they account for it at the end. And football is such a there's a, all the stoppages. There are whistles, there are penalties, there's everything. It's a game Flags. of stoppages. And it does, it's not a smooth game. And then there's commercial timeouts. And I just wonder how much, how much they really enjoy it. Like the, they never seem to be into it. It doesn't help that we send all we send over there. It's like teams that. I mean, who's the best team we've sent over there? The Falcons. Who's the best? Like, who is the who is their last? Falcons week? have the best record. We've had the Jets, Falcons, and then the Dolphins, Jaguars. Which uh, I would say all of those teams have underperformed. So it's hard to say on the schedule what could have been the case. They did have a year where there were three games, and they had a couple decent games mixed in there. So it hasn't always been bad games. Um, my present day wife not to be mixed up with like a non-existent ex-wife but prior to her being my wife she lived in london uh the years that it first got started and similar to like f1 here in the u.s now i think that there's that surface level of interest and they put on a lot of non-sport events around the event and she said like all of the nfl experience type things were absolutely packed they sell jerseys for every single team regardless of who is playing um, and they do a lot of other stuff just to get people interested in the product. So they're trying. They're trying. That excites me about uh, Germany. Do we know where? No. Okay. It has not. What I heard was it had not yet been decided. Munich, Berlin were both thrown around. Mm. I don't know where the Rhine played, but I only think NFL Europe and the Rhine fire in their uniforms, um, which were, in fact, fire. Um so maybe it's wherever that is. Maybe Andrew S. This is his shot. Don't, don't they have an adopted Jim, team? Man. Haven't they like latched on to? Uh, I want to say it might be the Jags. Jags have played over there the most. This was their eighth game because Shad Khan, uh, the owner, also owns the um, Fulham FC soccer team. Although the Glazers, who own the Bucks, own uh, Manchester United or have in the past. I don't know if that's changed. It's not on, and I guess Stan Kroenke, who owns the Rams, owns like Liverpool FC. So it's not unique that he also owns a team. It's unique that Jacksonville is a beautiful, wonderful metropolis. I've heard largest by landmass. Is that correct? Jacksonville? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually not true. Well, in the contiguous, is that how you say it? Continentally contiguous. speaking. Contiguous. contiguous. Yeah. Yes, but there are four cities in Alaska that are bigger. By land area. so That's just because they don't have anybody. But those kind of don't count. Agreed. Um, but, yeah, it's not like Jacksonville's anything to write home about. Like, for crying out loud, it was the subject of a character on The Good Place. Like, that's how cool it was. Most notably known for what? Leonard Skinner and Fred Durst? We had a great uh, time. The Players' yeah. Championship. Okay, and the Players' And Fred Durst. And uh, Party Waves, as we okay. served many. You guys, you guys know what Germany's most known for. Rammstein, the band, the progressive metal band. Right. The pyrotechnics of their live show are unparalleled. Du hast mich. Yeah. Saw them live. You can feel the you can feel the heat from the flames as they are real flames they're using. Double kick drums. Anyhow, 
Um, yeah, we're victorious. You want to just do all NFL here? Let's let's let's, yeah. let's bump let's, it up, man. It's hey, NFL. man. It's just a pod. Um, before we do Cowboys talk, can we uh, acknowledge that even COVID didn't stop the Cardinals? Like I, I'm not going on any hot sports take limb here to say like they've got to be odds on favorite. Maybe not only for MVP, but probably Super Bowl favorites right now. Um, maybe not to yeah. win, but to make it there. Did you see who was co? Co-coaching. I did not. Uh, one Vance Joseph. Okay. Having the time of his life, of course. Shout out to him. I didn't realize he was in uh, Arizona. There are a handful, and it's going to sound terrible, but whatever. Similar to like Todd Bowles being the D.C. and gets a lot of TV time in uh, uh, Tampa Bay. You've got Vance Joseph, and then I want to say Raheem Morris is on staff somewhere. But there are like four or five black coaches that were head coaches that their teams will do quite well. They're good coordinators. And then I'm like, oh, I forgot that they were still kicking around in the league. So Yeah. Um, uh, they had, So Cliff, I guess they had the COVID thing. We mentioned that in the live stream. I didn't realize it was Cliff at yeah, the time. I don't know either. if it was out yet. Um, but the Browns were, were dinged up too. Baker, I don't know the extent of his injury. Um, hurt his shoulder again. Landed on it. I don't know it if it's the same I, thing, the labrum. Labrum before, so – uh yeah, more than anything, the fact that the Cardinals scored like thirty whatever it was, the first twenty four points on a defense that was spectacular and a team that could run the ball didn't run the ball well. Cream Hunt hurt his calves, so that's no chub either, but, right? Uh, and they were chubless. That is correct. So. That's a tough thing, Dylan. Yeah, yeah no chub. Um, I don't want no chub. Hopkins is is playing out of his mind right now. That team is is He's, very very for real. He doesn't. I feel like um, when people toss around best receiver in the league. <clears throat> Is it? Is it? Maybe it's just the he outlets I'm reading. He I, does love. he? Okay, oh, I yeah. feel like he's just not getting the love. I think I feel he, like Kyler. People want to talk more about Kyler, and and Kyler is having an MVP caliber year. But I think part of it is like he, is he went from Houston to Arizona. Neither one is like you don't think of him as being like super. Uh, they're not like prominent franchises, so like they kind of get forgotten a little bit. Not forgotten, but if you played for you know, I did forget about the Texans. Sorry, sorry to our friends there. It's just, it's no, bad. No one cares about. No, the they're better than they. They're better than they, we thought they were, as you said that they would be. They've got the neck at quarterback. Is they still running Davis Mills? They yes. are, yeah. I, I think that he is still their go-to guy. Um, He's not awful. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> he just has a long, very long neck. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, dude. Uh, the Cardinals are insane. Uh, they're really fun. It's worth. I catch. Unfortunately, I catch most of their stuff in red zone, but that's a team that would be worth paying for, like a league pass or whatever. Um, Still, the worst deal in in all media and sports at this point. Three hundred fifty, three hundred seventy five bucks. Uh, granted, it's new, a great product, but that's a lot of money for four months worth of content. Uh, anyhow, Lamar Jackson. I put this on here just because it's not. It needs to be acknowledged every single week. That's a team that should lose a lot. And at first it was like, oh, it's just that John Harbaugh is a really, really good coach, and he's kept things together with Latavius Murray, Devontae Freeman, and who's the third one? Their other running back. Just name any running back who used to be good on the team. They I don't have Le'Veon Bell. And Le'Veon Bell. Okay. <laughs> is, he on the, is he on the Ravens? Yeah. Like, they – did the right thing and signed as many running backs with names basically as possible, and they've all paid out. They all three scored had touchdowns the other day. 
or yesterday. Yeah. Um, Demolish the Chargers. Six points. Tell me six points. A fun game I like to play is where is Michael Gallup going to play next year? And the Ravens always come to mind. Ravens or even New, uh, New England, after watching that game yesterday, I was like, oh, that might work. Because New England's receiving course, very meh. And Kill Harry is the only one? Or Kill Harry? Aguilar. Oh, Nelson Aguilar is out there. Well, and Aguilar. And Aguilar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> underrated. Uh, yeah, no, the Ravens, I, I, I was all over the Chargers. And, uh, mm-hmm. That, uh, I was embarrassed was by I. that. I was very embarrassed by that. I was I was buying into the hype in which they I think they are a great team, but um wow, they just kind of got trucked. Yeah, it, it was uh it, it said said a lot. Uh I'm glad to see the Chiefs got a win. I mean, granted it was the Washington football team didn't really say much as most of these victories over NFC East uh teams do. But uh there was some controversy that came out of this. Uh, oh, you're talking about those two picks thrown by Patrick Mahomes? Are you talking about those, including that one that was kind of hilarious? I am talking about picks that included a Mahomes. You're right. Oh, okay. So, like, what about – okay, if it's not Pat Mahomes, is it is it his brother Jackson? His younger, very tall brother Jackson Mahomes, yes. Can I say you had the, one of the funniest typos in a text message yesterday <laughs> when you called him Pat Mahoney? It wasn't, it wasn't even a typo. I got autocorrect. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Not like Who you, the hell is – I don't know, but it just sounded the yeah, name Mahoney is Patrick so fun. Mahoney, yeah. <laughs> uh, but what I said in that text message is I don't understand why Big Brother Pat Patrick does not like pull the reins in on his brother for acting like an absolute ass on the sideline every Dude, he's, freaking game. He's killing it. KJ's got breaking news. There is no way. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick facts on Jackson Holmes. Completely incorrect. This must have been outdated because when I pulled this up, I was like, "There's no possible way." Says that he's five foot eight. No, no, like, that's no. not correct. And I then, think Pat's around like six two. Exactly. The next article down. His brother's like six com, seven. He's huge. Says yeah, he's, he's six foot five. So yeah, okay. he's he's a tall. He's a lad. big dude. He doesn't seem to be super athletic, although he does have. He's pretty good on the feet. He's got. He kills these TikTok dances. You seen these? Yeah, yeah. So maybe so, Pat. Maybe Pat I'm feels a little, a little bit bad for him, and he doesn't. You know what I mean? He's got this good bit going. It's, it's, it's a great bit. Everybody loves it. Like like one brother is the best football player in the world, according to many people. The other one is a TikTok guy <laughs> and not even a good one. What do you mean? Anyway, so he did one of the little TikTok sideline dances. As he often does. As he often does. Uh, and he happened to do it during the game in, in which the Washington football team were honoring the late Sean Taylor uh, and retiring his number. Timely. Yes. Um, he did his TikTok dance while standing on the number that was painted on the sideline there in a roped-off area that I would assume is there to keep people off of the number? No. So, I'm so you would think about that. This. You would think that, but by I cuz I I jumped into this last night cuz I was like there's no way. There's no way. First of all, KJ brought this up. No way Jackson Mahomes even knows Sean Taylor. <laughs> right. That that's a Most fair point. Pe- I mean, Sean that was a long time ago. Um, I know who he is. I respect Sean Taylor. He's great. Very sad story. But uh, I would kind of say that, like, let's say he just retired early. I don't think that we're going, falling over ourselves, like, saying, oh, you don't know who Sean Taylor is. Like, a lot of highlights extremely talented one of the best but it's it wouldn't be an insult to be like oh yeah. this person doesn't know who few Sean people Taylor. under 25 probably know who that guy exactly. is exactly um apparently so there's all sorts of photos but before the game that area was roped off for people specifically 
to stand. I, I find um, that hard that, to believe. That's where they, yeah. He said they were directed is there. That, okay, is that common practice? So it, it was an area, it, it wasn't like it was kind of quartered in on all four sides and he like ducked under it. It was very clearly like blocking off the field and kind of pinning them in. So like, hey, this is this area is for family or whoever, whatever pass he might have. So it just whatever a total coincidence. Person, exactly, they put it over Sean Taylor's number. Uh, it okay. probably and has a lot more to do with Dan Snyder just like haphazardly approving, like yeah, yeah, let's let's like paint his number on the on the field, figure out where we can do it because you can't put it on the field properly without going through like NFL approval yeah. and getting your sponsors. Well, to I sign thought off. they'd been planning this for a long time. Why didn't they do that, KJ? <laughs> <laughs> um, someone uh, on Twitter pointed out, um, and I don't mean to like shit on the Mahomes family here, but um, yesterday we had the Jackson Mahomes thing on the sideline, dancing on Sean Taylor's number. His mom was complaining about the rule. He said that the interception that Pat, that Pat threw should have actually been ruled a fumble or something like that. Basically, calling for a rule change, and then his uh, wife—they're they married yet or just engaged? Yeah, yeah they're married. Yeah. They have a young child. Um, complained about a late hit. He said that the the family is just out of control at this point. <laughs> I anyway. feel like it's like the KD thing, where it's like they're just being people online. The problem is, like, you—they're you, very high profile. Yeah, you don't get to play both sides. Who they're here. attached to, yeah. Um, but his brother's got—he's he, got to rein that dude in. He has to. He's a TikTok like, sensation. Right, do your TikTok thing. Just don't do it on the sidelines anymore. It's like taking advantage of his brother's fame and his, I don't know. It's just, it's He's weeks. We're weeks removed from him uh, pouring water on a random mm-hmm. Bills. Well, was it a Bills fan? I think no. it was Bills. Because yeah. they got their, you know, head stomped in on that. Um, you got to think Aaron Rodgers might have had a point. <laughs> Aaron oh, well, Rodgers, yeah. You mean the family, the family, out, the family this, thing? Yeah. yeah. Dude, completely desert your family. <laughs> can, we, can we talk Aaron Rodgers right now? Sure. Hold, dude. He owns Randy. How does that make you feel, Damn, Randy? Give Randy. me an off-mic reaction. He just he, shakes his head. He doesn't look little, at me. A little shrug and a, and a You had a good shake. weekend. Hey, boiler up, he says. <laughs> um, yeah, because we were. I was watching that, uh, and I, I saw him, John, at the crowd, and I was like, oh, is he saying I love you? Or like, and it was like, no, I own you. It was way worse. It's such a, I owe, I still own you. Oh my god, amazing! It's a dork. Like that's, we, we, it's not on the rundown, but that's a uh, Russell Wilson dork of the week uh, candidate. But unfortunately, <laughs> Russell New Wilson. Segment. Uh, oh my god! Russell Wilson is going to probably sweep this award himself oh my god i didn't see this live or on the tl until y'all brought it up so if you want to hey man it. it is the the cringiest video i think i've 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 seen in a minute it's, dude he's just a kid out there man it's russell wilson who he had said surgery on his finger so mm-hmm. he's got like a taped up hand cast whatever it's on it and he's going through and he does this in front of everyone he does it on the field before the game he runs through a simulated uh two minute drill and that in, that includes like Calling plays in an invisible huddle and changing, <laughs> but not plays. like on a knee or something, and, right? And on a knee, okay. And like emphatically calling plays and like pointing around, and he gets up to the line and he calls audibles. He changes uh, the play. But were there other players like you know? He's just going there through were no, reps. Nope. It was oh. just. It was just. It Russ, was like hook. <laughs> it was like the dinner scene at hook. Uh, truly, truly cringy. Okay, uh, Dylan. Cringy to you. How many Super Bowl wins do you have? <laughs> I don't have any, Dave. Okay, well, how many times have you slept with Sierra? 
Okay. <laughs> so you don't have to tell any sadly, tales out of school. Sadly, zero, and I will never sleep with her. <laughs> well, he uh, he also before he also took the coin flip, did the coin flip as a captain uh, in overtime, and I just. Wait, I know what? that's not that big of a deal. Wait, they sent him out there to do the coin flip? I, I missed yes, all of this. Yes, it was thing. him and uh, I don't know who the other dude okay, was. Okay, so they did send an a player. Him and maybe Metcalf. I oh don't know. Oh, my gosh. That's weird. The So when I watched the video, I only heard Dave and Dylan talking about it at first. And, of course, in my contrarian state, I'm like, I'm sure it's not that bad, guys. not that bad. And I look at him like, it is, in fact, that it's bad. It's that bad. The only minor defense of him, I will say, is whoever's in the control booth Following him with the spider cam is equally, like, the problem here. Had this just been shot from a fan who was just in the stadium or a security camera, not camera, but, you know, somebody else in the stadium watching him do this, I'd have been like, what a nerd. But he's still a nerd. Slight bit of fault goes NBC for following him around, just highlighting, just look at how many mental reps he's dedicated to the game. I don't know which big account originally tweeted out the video, but the caption – was basically like, oh, he takes no no days off. It's like you know, just mm-hmm. basically like pumping this guy up. For I being think like such NFL. A... And the reaction it got was was nowhere near with what they were expecting. <laughs> I don't think like, it was no, JJ this... Watt level of like, just try hard. Like Come exactly. On. Like yep. okay, I mean, is that is it normal to run this kind of drill? I'm, Do you know? I'm sure that Without him taking teammates? mental rep. Wow, him taking mental reps is nothing new. As, as for most injured players or quarterbacks, that probably is a thing. Um, but taking a knee and calling the plays in the huddle is completely unnecessary, inefficient, uh, waste of time. He got Do up we to the know? line, <laughs> diagnosed the the invisible defense, and had to change the play. Do we know if he was taking a knee in the huddle to simulate a huddle, or was he maybe protesting something? I, I don't think he was protesting. Protesting capture of 17 missionaries in Haiti? In Haiti, yeah. yeah. Great. But just, KJ? Do this... Do this on your own time. Do it in a closed, <laughs> like a closed bubble hey, environment. Did you see practice. what he said when um, they did the coin toss and he was out there? Mm-mm. He said, uh, we're going to take the ball and we're going to score. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, he didn't. That was Matt Hasselbeck. It was. Oh, and they lost that they game. Lost they did that. not. They didn't score. Fun fact, they lost to the <laughs> Packers. What an all- <laughs> We're going to score. Unnecess- we're going to score. Unnecessary shot. And I in no way want this to be... Cross with my earlier statement. Okay. But this is a Dak move. What? I can see Dak doing this. If his injury was not a foot. Just because he has the most electric pregame hip hip <laughs> twist routine. You're jealous of the hips, huh? Yeah, the hips, they don't lie. You've never you seen them like that. How many preseason slow-mo Dak's ankle is fine? Like, from the level of his ankle hype videos did we get from the Dallas Cowboys account? Okay, that wasn't Dak's fault. That's, the camera was four feet from his foot. He was fully involved in. I would say that's more of his fault than the spider cam. You and, can't. These are not on the on the same in the same ballpark. Of I don't being, like what you're doing. Being cringe. Not right. not in the same ballpark. Right. You're reaching big right. time. Dax well, is like, oh look, look at this drill. He looks. It's like he's dancing. He's doing the. <laughs> The twist. I don't know. What, what's a dance there, Dave? I don't know. Just make he's, one up. He's doing some shit. Some, make make one up, but the do. twisty. He's doing the twisty. The twisty. <laughs> I don't, I'm going to need more time. That's actually how I <laughs> – that's how I learned to uh, – no. 
Um, that's one of those that's on the white, like you're telling the person with the marker and they're standing by the whiteboard. They just go to the next suggestion. Of the other <laughs> <way>. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we'll, we'll, we'll think about that one. Yeah. It says here on the rundown, Cowboys, bad division, bad competition, extremely good team. Now, I don't know who, Dylan, did you add this? You got to think that's, that's our man, KJ. As what I would do you, never say anything like and that. I, and let me just say this. I do agree with the bad division. It is not a good division. Mm-hmm. Um, this wasn't even Bad a competition. Matchup. I don't know what – I mean, what were they supposed to schedule more difficult teams? I don't Maybe fault an SEC team? No, 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 no. I, I don't fault this guy. That. I would say that in spite of who they've played, uh, I don't know if we run and run through the quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts. Um, Tom Brady. Okay, the first and they lost. Justin, yeah, they gave up 400 yards. Herbert in both of those games. Okay, as yards, the metric now we're going to be the yards guys. We can't say that that was a successful like defensive performance in either of those games. Justin Herbert, but still, again, gave up like dang near 400 yards passing to him. Uh, How many turnovers did they have that game? At least one. They were successful. They turned the ball over. Um, They caught a dub, but they ate the dub. Why can't you respect that? We're coming up with two names and four. Absolute trash quarterbacks other than that. Whoever Daniel Jones' backup is, I forgot his name. Long neck as well. Also a long neck, that's Glennon? true. Glennon. Mike Glennon. You guessed it, Mike Hertz, Glennon. Glennon. Whoever the hell they played yesterday, I keep forgetting. Oh, Mac Jones. He's, I would say, above those two. Oh, uh, If, if you then, watch the, the Bucks patriots game, Mac Jones was uh, the MVP of the world. And he followed up his uh, pick six with a reasonably good play. Great, uh, great ball. Bad. More on digs for that. A great anything. ball that the ta- the safety took a terrible angle on, and we'll get to that in a minute. Exactly. I, I would say here that regardless, though, they've played bad competition, and it still shows how good they are. And they're playing without their right tackle. They're playing without you know Demarcus Lawrence. They're playing without Neville Gallimore, which you've brought up as a big factor. Playing without Michael Gallup. You know, you're going to assume they're adding all of these parts. They may lose parts down the way, but like assuming it's nobody vital, the Cowboys are as advertised. I probably would probably keep them just outside of my top five right now, but they are very, 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 very. I would, yeah, you know, I'm not, I don't think we need to, NFC's tough. We don't need to fight about that. But you know who made their, had a terrible division all those years and is now like the greatest dynasty of all time with the greatest quarterback? Patriots. Agreed. Not a good division. Agreed. Until recently. I can't name you one quarterback. <laughs> Chad Pennington. Mark Sanchez. Mark, yeah, Mark the, Sanchez. Dude, like the Jet. Like that was. Butt fumble. Vince Young as a Buffalo hey, Bill. Hey, come on. As a Buffalo Bill. I would defend him as a Titan. Was Vince of Bill? Briefly. Oh. I think so. That was an onside kick game where they might have almost beat the Cowboys what? in the game. You didn't even play for the Bills? Well, I got to look that up. Am I completely misremembering this? I'm going to say like, there's a Vince Young Buffalo Bill jersey out there. Vince Young. Vince Young and they was. they played the Cowboys on, like, Monday Night Football. Did he play for the fucking Bills? No. I he that, damn sure dude, did. That, I have no recollection I, of that. I do not either. Oh, my God. <laughs> what was it? What was that? What year it must that? have been, like, half of a season. I just recall because he played the Cowboys on, like, Monday Night Football. Like, and they were down, 2009-ish? Like, maybe. But they were down like 10 or 11 with seconds to go when they got the onside kick. And Vince Young, like, damn near won that game, you know. In, anyway. In tremendous I, fashion. Anyhow. I think something you're, you're failing to consider is that when, when divisional teams play each other and they get together, you can throw the records out. That's true. <laughs> like, why aren't you, why aren't you like, uh, considering that? Oh, Sam Darnold's the other quarterback I wasn't considering. Let's go. Which, 
That's a respectable quarterback on the levels of Mac Jones, I'd say, but you're playing him without Christian McCaffrey. Some are calling for Cam in Carolina. Some. Hey, they're he already got, done with Darnold. Some hey, people. He's wearing his mask. He got his shots. He got, he got the jab. <laughs> Can I talk about uh, Trayvon Diggs? Yes, please do. So Trayvon Diggs, who actually missed this play because I was playing soccer with my son. Good dad alert. Uh, so I missed I missed his pick six. Uh, so he now has seven interceptions. Good dad alert. Through six games. Um, and so I got a little curious, and I looked up who is the single-season uh, interception leader in NFL history. Ooh, can we guess? Well, I, we talked about it already. But, oh, yeah, go man. ahead. I was going to say. Uh, what was your guess from earlier? Kenny Gant. The shark. <laughs> Kenny Gant? Notable neck Remember as well. Former Cowboy great, did the shark dance. Old old 90s Cowboys. He was but, only on the team for a couple Oh, Merton years. Hanks is the neck. I'm oh, he's the neck. The, he did the chicken, the chicken I run. I hated him as a kid. Dude, he was so annoying. He fucking fucking dude was neck. all neck. <laughs> he was, dude, the original all neck football player. That, te- that secondary was sick, yeah. too. Anyway, oh. any any other guesses? No, I could just name old Cowboys. We, we weirdly, like, I weirdly brought this guy up, like, not so long ago, actually, because it is Richard Night Train Lane. Great name. Who is a graduate of my high school. Anderson High School in Austin, Texas. Did not know any of this, but he had 14 interceptions in 1952, which is a record single season. And he's an Anderson Trojan. 1952, huh? I also learned that they won a state championship that year. And I didn't know my oh. school ever won a state championship. Is he, uh, is he a Hall of Famer? Uh, Anderson High School, uh, right? Has to be. But I'm talking about NFL. I don't know, I don't know if my, my school recognizes athletes like that. We're, we're not known for our sports. Well, maybe you should be. Maybe I'm, we should be. But um, a very interesting stat that I just found out this morning. Uh, but, yeah, obviously Diggs is on pace to crush that. He's not going to get an interception every game as we know. But he is, uh, he's on a heater like I've, I don't ever remember seeing for I, a defensive back. I got bad news. What? Richard Nitrain Lane passed away in January 2002. Yeah, I mean, he's... He, pl- he, he set that record in 1952. Yeah. He was born in 27, so, you know. Shout out to his family. Shout out to the, <laughs> the, the Night Train Lane family. I wonder why he went to, he had to go to play in Western Nebraska Community College. I wonder why he didn't just stay here at Texas for his college football. Um, <laughs> I did see that Trayvon Diggs Bang! tied mm, that's, up. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Rod Woodson's uh, record for, like, most interceptions through six games, and I guess he would have broken it because that stat came up before this interception. He's incredible, absolutely incredible. What I don't need to hear about every time he plays, oh, and of course he used to play wide receiver. Every defensive back that's in the well, NFL used to play wide receiver. That, I know he went to that's, college. As that's a wide something receiver. we just found out, though. Like we, as in like the general public, yes. because they just made a big deal out of it after last game. And so it's it's fresh on the minds. It, it'll it'll die down. I hate all the hype on him because. Now, when he does like get burned, like he took, you know, he jumped, he thought he was jumping a, a route I get on that Mac Jones touchdown. Um, that's going to be like the biggest thing ever. And it's like, man, this, this, he's a cornerback. They, they're they're going to get beat. A you mean the one after the interception, yeah. you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there was some confusion with, with the safety there. Right. I saw Bryce Butler actually comment on Twitter about this. He, he well, expected. Ooh, friend of the show. Friend of the show, Bryce Butler. Um, it's like he expected their safety to, to pick it off or something, or he's like giving him the safe- run, runway to make a play, basically. Mm-hmm. The safety definitely looked like he thought he yeah. had a play on the ball. Like he had his hands. So I'm, he, I'm was not, just, he was just not, not to let Diggs off the hook. 
because no. he's responsible for that, of course. But there was a, it was a weird communication breakdown. KJ, what would you have done differently in that play? I would, would say have intercepted that, it. Yeah, I would say the aggressor should be Diggs and not the safety. The safety probably screwed up in that matter. Like unless you for sure have it, which he probably thought he did. Again. Dude's professionally in the league. I'm not here to judge that. A little bit of that might have come off the hype of just seeing a pick six, and so he probably, you know, believed he could. Dude, shout out to them for going right at him. Yeah. Literally the next play. I I was equally surprised by their decision to do that and then how much of a head case Mac Jones looked like on the sideline throughout that whole little Boy, mix. he does not look he does not look like a guy that's gonna lead the Lead the boys back. Because, mind you, they only <laughs> needed to maintain the lead when he threw that pick six. Like, yeah. they didn't need to get a field goal. He just needed to grind out the clock. And they were throwing it, I think, because it was third down. And it was approaching the two-minute warning. So, in that position, like, you had the opportunity to throw it incomplete and it wouldn't matter because two-minute warning hits. And so you're not stopping the clock at any other point in time that the clock wouldn't have stopped already. So, following that, punt the ball away. Pin them, and your defense plays good enough to stop them. They wouldn't have, because uh, Cowboys can get in the field goal range. But he thought he blew the game. Obviously, got another second uh, shot at it. And the Cowboys have too many weapons, and a lot of it goes back to the fact that, like, yes, their wide receivers are getting open and making plays. They have had so much time to throw the ball. Yeah, um, and that was without Tyron Smith in the second half of that game, without Lyle Collins, and they yeah or in that um, game. And and despite Connor Williams, who I was, uh, I, I said some things in a couple group texts where I was I was very upset at the time, the rare holding and personal foul penalty, which I I still don't know what the the personal foul was. Apparently, he picked like. up the flag and threw the flag. Is, is what uh, <laughs> really one of, one of the reporters that was on site? Okay, uh, that's actually hilarious. Saw. Almost cost him the game. I have such a man crush on Diggs. <laughs> yes. I love him. Are you I love trying him. to deflect any con- like talk of Connor Williams because he's a no. No, I mean, if he's a former Longhorn, he probably is pretty soft, honestly. Okay. Yeah. He should be a former Cowboy eventually. I, there were a lot of bad holding calls in that game, both sides, but there were a couple plays he made. That holding call that he had, then he got the personal foul, was a full blown, like, Cowboy collar. Like, it wasn't just holding the inside shirt. He was yeah. holding the inside of the shoulder pads and then pulled the DB, like, pissed off at the ref that they would even throw a flag on it when he, like, yanked a player back by their shoulder pads. I'm like, dude, you got busted. Move on. Am I mistaken on a horse collar tackle? I thought you had to actually pull them down. You just have to pre- you can you can't even sling them by it. Um cuz there's on know. a tackle? I know you can no longer have your hand inside of their shoulder pads um at all and pull them sideways backwards okay. and maybe there's a sling part to it but you don't see it enough. Like if, if a guy breaks from you and you you grab it and you're just holding it's him. No different than a face mask. Okay. So, okay. Hair still legal somehow. Hair and name and nameplate are still legal. I Did think. you guys like Romo's performance? I always like Romo's performance. Romo and Kevin Harlan were terrible yesterday. I know nobody else was like glued to the TV at nine eight, you know, whatever it was, nine forty five, watching the Jags Dolphins play a real assy game. I actually was, but it was on the timeline. The uh, field goal that Kevin Harlan immediately goes, "Nope," <laughs> and then it kind of draws back inside the field goal post. That that was a wild draw. It was, but I, I like the Romo moments when he's calling a, a Cowboys game, and there's some like trivia question brought up or like just his some historical reference and his name inevitably is brought up with like all-time passing leaders and he's like who is that guy <laughs> that guy's pretty good huh who is that guy? <laughs> yeah i mean he's like the fourth best quarterback in franchise history i don't hate him as much as it seems like the rest of cowboy twitter is beginning to sour on him 
he's not as great as he got paid to be, but it's the banter for me. It's it's when he tries to be funny Ooh. and like Jim doesn't get the references. Like he'll reference like swingers or like a, a Porky's or some movie. Why does Porky's keep coming up today? <laughs> uh, he'll reference something and you're like Jim doesn't know that reference, and you're not going to get the back and forth. Yeah, just stop. Stop being sick reference guy. Sorry. It's it's surprising how thin, like, there are other people that can do these jobs. It blows my mind that, like, network television seems, I don't know. Like, Jonathan Vilma's improving. Keep Talib is a whole different ride. <laughs> That's an acquired taste all of its own. I watched him do whatever college football game he did on yeah. Thursday. Yeah. He spent a good Three minutes talking about, oh, yeah, and this guy and this guy and this guy. I intercepted him. I intercepted him. There was, oh, the uh, greats from Marshall. It was the Marshall game. He's like, Chad Penny. Yeah, I picked him off a couple times. Randy Moss. Yeah, I locked him down a couple times. Like, he could not stop coming back to himself. Um, we'll get to it when we get to college. But uh, I've watched a significant amount of RG3 games. RG3 is getting better, and I feel like he's – this is Baylor Homer, I know. But he is actually coming off as likable. Just saying. Give RG3 a shot. Alex Rodriguez's uh, case. I, th I think it's the same sure. situation. Very unlikable. Absolutely unlikable. Okay. But in this environment, their knowledge and charisma makes them good at what they're doing. I thought that was going to be the case when Urban Meyer went on TV and nobody liked him. He just looked like he was going to have a heart attack. Well, he just looked like he was ready to be anywhere but there, like maybe at his uh, Urban Chop House. Get about his urban shop. Where he allegedly has an apartment above. Okay. According to a source. We've got other coaches to talk about. Oh, <laughs> He's got a crash okay. pad. You can't have a crash pad above your chop house. Can Dude, you? The imagine just getting businesses. ripped at the bar at your chop house and just walking, like, stumbling upstairs. That's, I mean, it that's does, the life. It does sound great, but it also, like, there's an implication there. Like, sure. You're not going like, up there alone, Like, does sir. his wife know about this apartment? She does now. His wife who's featured. businesses. You don't have to live above it to check on it. I don't know, man. You want to do something right, you got to do it yourself. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> speaking of chop houses, you guys want to talk about Grammarly real quick? I've been writing some choppy sentences. You have been, I've noticed. And uh, that's because I, 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 I there was a time where I wasn't using Grammarly. But that time has passed. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to saving time and working more efficiently, it's the little things that start adding, adding up and hogging your time. Grammarly Premium gives real-time suggestions on your writing so you can get to the next item on your list in record time. We've all used Grammarly. We were using it back at uh, the old company. Yes, yes, we have. It helps you get your message message across quickly without repeating uh, unnecessary words. I, that, that's a problem I've had in the past. Yeah, it, it, as the name would imply, it's not, it, you think it's like, oh, it's just about grammar. It's not just about grammar. It kind of helps you along and makes you, you know, put together the perfect email, the perfect paper. Uh, it just tone, there's a tone check, which is uh, tone very check. useful. I don't understand. Sometimes I don't know how the they, they can tell, man. Off, you know? Yeah. Grammarly Premium's advanced time saving features help you write more clearly and efficiently, streamline your workload with seamless integration into Microsoft Office, your internet browser, your phone, and more. Close all those thesaurus tabs and save the research time with vocabulary suggestions for more compelling word choices. Compelling, great word. Get straight to the point with clarity suggestions that eliminate unnecessary or redundant words and phrases. 
Hit send with confidence and get your point across more effectively with Grammarly Premium. Get 20% off Grammarly Premium by signing up at Grammarly.com slash bang. That's 20% off at Grammarly.com slash bang. Bang. Woo. Can we talk a little baseball real quick? Get that out of the... I'm in on baseball. I wanted to lead with it. You wouldn't let me. Okay. Who are you in on? Look, we're down 0-2, but I'm still riding with the Dodgers. Okay. Okay. Tough one last night. Getting walked off. You hate to see it. Um... I am happy to see the resurgence, the reemergence, the great Ron Washington, third base coach for the Atlanta Braves, uh, arguably the MVP last night, as he had he sent both those guys, and it was close. You know, bang bang plays at the plate. He sent them both in 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 you know, his wash way with the. Oh yeah, I love the dude. I was happy to see that his name popped up on a couple short lists for the Padres position or Padres manager position that's now open. Um, Obviously, there are ties there. AJ Perel? Old old GM. Former. um, Front office guy at the Rangers. There we go. Perfect. Is uh, the GM for the Padres. And so when they're talking about names, his name's coming up. And given the success of La Russa and Dusty Baker being able to keep things uh, on the tracks down in Houston, they're like, well, maybe Wash at 69 isn't, you know, too washed, if you will. Okay. See what I did? Oh, See what okay. I did? At 69. Wow. He's 69? He is 69. Nice. Good for him. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> Child. Um, no, it's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I, I would, I'd love to see him get another shot. Because he was just, he. I mean, it, in a world of like boring uh, coaches and managers and, and pro sports and, and Dallas, you know, especially like, dude, he was, he was just, he was authentic. It felt like. There aren't many coaches that can uh, quote unquote, not get away with, but fully admit to and or later be busted <laughs> with cocaine or crack. I don't know which it was, was cocaine. cocaine. Okay. I'm don't know. Don't know. Actually, I don't know that. I just know <laughs> that it was a drug that started with the C. So, and it wasn't cannabis. It wasn't Wiesenkoks. Um, was and, it 2CB? You know. Probably not 2CB. Are you sure? <laughs> we don't even know what that is. Will just brings it up it's like every other show. It, it is fun. Kanye rapped about it. And go on to continue managing. And, you know, maybe some ill-advised relationship decisions with beat reporters is what got him the axe. Who knows? Never been said. Never really said. Astros Red Sox are tied 1-1. I'm not going to publicly ever say that I'm rooting for the Red Sox, but I will always be comfortable saying I'm not rooting for the Astros, and I would like them to lose as soon as possible. Typically, typically you don't want to give up grand slams at all, let alone back-to-back innings. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen that in a, in a big league game before. Uh, I re- that's very, very rare. You spend a lot of time on baseball reference. Check that out. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've never. Two I don't innings know. in, definitely not in a, in a ALCS. No, it was it was wild. Uh, they try to sneaky make a game of it, but there was too much. The Astros have an incredible roster. Their players are so good, and have, it sucks to hate that team. Like if it was a random team, like the Twins or the Mariners, like it would be very easy to be like, shit. There's a lot of good dudes. <sighs> or even if it wasn't for the, they get rid of my favorite. I think my favorite one of them, which was George Springer. I really liked that dude. But the guys, the guys they kept, they were just too insufferable about the whole getting caught 
Korea especially mm-hmm. has been just a twat about. He's it. an absolute villain. I respect him leaning into it because that's the only play. Altuve, I think I, I don't think I'm mad at. I don't. He's Altuve, and and maybe if he wasn't five eight, um, I would feel differently. There's, I just look at him differently. I just, I can't think of him without pic- picturing him rounding third base. And like holding his jersey <laughs> closed because he was fucking wired up. We don't know if that's why. Yeah, why else would he be? He was even pointing at it like, don't like, don't take my jersey. Like, is that his Raphael wag finger wag moment in your head? Like, it's just, oh god, it's just still love, Rafi. I can't get that image out of my head, man. I got to give a shout out and pull one out for uh, Astros pitcher Jake Odorizzi. Odorizzi, um, who was the guy who they brought in. You just wanted to say his name. I did. I uh, love a good Italian last name. <laughs> but just um, it just came in there and just got shelled. And and I give up a great I was watching it at a little at a one year old's birthday party with some some super Astros fans. And as soon as he got the call, they were they were uh, co- surrender Cobra. Like oh no, <laughs> they knew well, it was coming. Yeah, that's kind of what you throw in like uh, when you're you know you're down four zero. You throw in a guy, you save get, the bullpen. Yeah, you, you need save, a long you man. You save your your horses. You don't you don't put an important anyway. Re- regardless, at this point, you know the nature of the beast with us recording Mondays, and then you know if we do a Thursday episode this week, series could be over by Thursday. World series World Series will certainly start by our episode next week. So, you know, best of luck to all involved. Let's hope that Ron Washington gets a ring here. Shouts to. Kike Hernandez, who's absolutely oh, pissing on the ball. Oh yeah, that guy's on a heater, like like you don't see too often, Dave. Um, speaking of heaters, can we talk about our Purdue spoiler makers? Whoa, the spoiler makers! I, I can't take credit for that. Randy walks in here with a, a Purdue shirt and jacket on. He doubled today. up. Yeah, folks. he doubled up on them because he's very proud. I'm pretty sure he also has Purdue boxers on, but maybe he just showed me those when y'all were recording. Nice. He's like locked the door. He's like, hey, don't Very say cool. shit about this. <laughs> Very cool. Um, yeah. Uh, we kind of taken a little bit of flack for not acknowledging the Big Ten as much as uh, people who love the Big Ten probably want us to. Um, and we've probably made dumb comments like it's boring or, you know, just generic thin comments on Big Ten. What wasn't uh, really said in those conversations is we respected Iowa's defense, as we should have, but you know we didn't give much time to how much of a fraud or a paper tiger they probably were. Um, their offense is below 100 in yards, um, in points per game, and an average like points per points per play like they have not been a successful offense in any degree they've been outscored in the fourth quarter of every game and their defense has saved their ass at this point it was big to get the win over penn state but the same kind of uh issue that i have with the sec is you know now going to result in the big 10 where because of our over-reliance on the rankings just by attrition all of these big 10 Big Ten teams have been ranked very high, and Iowa was the first example of why that's a bad deal. So, um, go Purdue. I mean, <laughs> look, I'm I'm riding with Purdue. So now we've got how far did Iowa fall? Uh, Eleven spots. Ooh, God, that's tough. That was a home loss too, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeesh. Mm. You hate to see it. You do. Happy happy for Randy. You know it's been tough for him. Not to bring up the White Sox, but yeah, I mean, look, he's had a lot. Um, 
The biggest story, though, I, I think Coach O. Can we talk Coach O? Do you want to knock out the other games and then end with? Coach yeah, o? yeah, that's probably true because yeah. I would feel like there's a there's actually yeah. a ton on that. Now that I'm really really thinking about what we were texting about, Dylan, I didn't see any uh, of the Texas Oklahoma State team or state game. I am uh, I have two brothers <laughs> in law who are both Oklahoma State alums. Yeah, and they were quite happy with how the day went, but uh, I don't think that's yeah. how you feel. Uh, I think Oklahoma State is is fine. Um, I wasn't super impressed with their offense. I think that was kind of the, the book on them anyway. Their defense was pretty tough. Uh, Texas just cannot finish a game. They can't close out. They don't have that that like killer instinct. And I'm I'm just I'm 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 over the season kind of. I don't know. I mean, Oklahoma State will will lose. Yeah. To somebody, very very soon probably. Um, but it's a good football team. I don't know. I- I was trying to think. So obviously they've got Bedlam. Mm-hmm. That'll be their toughest game. I'm trying to think for purposes of a Big 12 title game. Yeah. Obviously you've got Baylor. One loss Baylor. Oklahoma State beat Baylor. Who else? Who's the the next toughest team on their on their? Um, That's it. Oh, uh, oh, Iowa State. Iowa State, I guess, would be quote unquote next toughest. But as far as teams in contention right now, Baylor. Uh, as we'll note here in a second, beat BYU, and they're a one loss team in the Big 12. They've only lost Oklahoma State. Now, Baylor hasn't played Texas. Baylor hasn't played, you know, the Gary Pattersons, um, nor have they played Oklahoma. They'll lose two of those games. So it may matter, it may not. But what sucks about the Big 12's approach over the last few years is you're going to have Oklahoma State and Oklahoma play as the final game of the season, and then they're going to turn around and have to play in Arlington, assuming none of these other teams creep up or one of those two teams drop some games. Yeah, they've got – Okie State actually has Iowa State this weekend. Um, in Ames, I assume? I think it's or in no, Ames. no, I guess they're in Austin this week, so they could be back home. Good question. And, yeah, like November, they don't they play – Bedlam's at the end of November. Um, so, yeah, it's actually – it's in Ames, so I don't know. Is that how a recent Big 12 season just ended with Oklahoma State beating OU in the regular season and then the Big 12 championship it was the other way around? Surely that's happened. That sounded – that was like very recent, I think. Anyway, yeah, that that's. Pro- <sighs> I don't. Know, I was holding out, just because I think it's fun when Texas is in the mix for for us and just for living in Austin. Like, I was holding out hope that they could they could find their way in the Big Twelve and you have a rematch with OU. That's mm-hmm. that happened uh, a couple years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Texas won that game, right? Nope, nope. Kyler, that was the Kyler year. Mm-hmm. Texas beat them. Regular season. Right, yep. right, right. And then it just wasn't even Ceedee Lamb, Kyler, or. Ugly. They, they did Ugly. what they did. What they do? Um, they had like one shot with like a fumbled snap by the goal line, and then after that was not capitalized on. It was just, it was bad. They uh, just don't. They also don't like. It seems like they. That's two weeks in a row. Like a defense has made adjustments to to shut Bijan out of the game in the second half, and like Texas, they don't know what to do. Like they don't. They don't make the in game adjustments, which Sark, Sark is like an offensive genius, right? Like it's kind of weird. I. I I don't know. I don't know how much of it is that the linemen maybe don't have the stamina or they're not deep enough on either line, but the fact that they gave up almost 200 yards rushing to Oklahoma State, which the running back has done well all season, um, you know, that has a lot to do with it too. Um, Baylor beat BYU again. Saw zero of this. Anything of note aside from the fact that uh, the Baptists beat the Mormons? Uh, I mean, that's that's the story. Um, Baylor's Baylor's good. 
they are good. Like I said, they'll they'll lose a couple more games. They'll they'll lose one like to TCU that they shouldn't lose. Um, I'm really excited to see them play OU. I don't think that they'll beat OU, but I think it'll be a high scoring fun game. Baylor's offense is clicking. Bohannon's way better than I thought he was going to be. Um, and once again, Baylor has receivers that make sick catches, like go up and get it, uh, which you know they've had since the uh, the Bryles years. Um, but you know that's a big win for them. That's two. That's two uh, ranked opponents they've beaten, which is two more than they'd beaten in like the last four or five years. So you know we'll see. Um, they are up to twenty in the AP top twenty-five, right? Oh, right ahead of. The ponies. Yeah. Congrats. Congrats. <laughs> I, I actually have no beef really about the rankings with the exception of like Coastal Carolina. Like I think them, UTSA, deserve to be ranked. Um, and the same would go for SMU had we not beaten TCU when they were ranked um, in Fort Worth. But it's it's kind of one of those things like about rankings. It doesn't matter at the end of the year, but it kind of sucks because it impacts like the quality of your schedule throughout the year. So – Coastal Carolina being 14th on the backs of beating Kansas. Is that right? And then only teams in their conference and then Appalachian State next week who got embarrassed last week. Anyhow, Lane Kiffin went back to Tennessee, I think for the first time as a coach of Ole Miss. He'd been there with Alabama, but, you know, that's a whole different juggernaut walking in the door. Did not get a welcome reception. Um, And it was a closer game than it probably should have been. But uh, Tennessee fans decided to act like they were from Tennessee. And what does that mean? Wow. Just completely trashed the field through water bottles. I don't dip think bo- beer Dip cans. spit bottles. Dip bottles. Somebody hit Lane Kiffin with a golf ball. A range ball, even. It was, it was yellow. <laughs> brought was... a golf ball into the stadium? Dude, and you just can't. Who just it? has a random a random range ball in their pocket? Oh, you're not trying to play well, three He knows a range ball. It has the, the lines printed on it. And just say it, practice just, ball. it looked like it, yeah. PBL. They just beat the shit. <laughs> it was yellow. Was, it, was the mustard thing real? Did somebody really throw some mustard? Yes. Exactly. Like an actual bottle of mustard. Correct. But the concept not of a Dijon. being like, who brings the mustard? Not. You don't waste Dijon. No. You know, some say it's useful for more things than telling people how to pronounce my name. Um, the concept that people are like, who brings mustard to a football game? It's like, okay, anyone who's trying to drink alcohol is bringing mustard into a football game. Like, there's no way that ever had mustard in it. Oh, really? That day, at least. I really would love to see someone just, just squirting booze into their mouth from a mustard bottle. No, Have you done there's that? There's no way someone put alcohol in <laughs> What? Oh, you, oh you, think, you think that they, they've... <laughs> They were walking into the stadium. Security's like, wait a minute. Uh, oh, it's just mustard. Here you go. Like you, you hide We've got condiments you up hide there. You it a different way. Like, no one brings mustard into the stadium. Oh, We provide condiments at the snack bar. <laughs> have you not seen talks. the curvature of the bottle? Have, yeah, but it's not French's. i got to bring my own French's mustard in here. Come on, KJ. I'm just saying that uh, the curvature of the bottle leads yeah. to probably... Uh, Ever see those fake binoculars that you unscrew the lens and it's like a flask? The babies, the fake baby head ones are... I want to see. <laughs> I want to see that in person. Um, but yeah, it, it was... a flask a, in your boot. Like I've done that. It's fine. The follow-up tweet from Kiffin. Shit posting, no weapon formed against me shall prosper, and quoting Ray Lewis rather than, you know, I don't know, the Bible... Um, he quoted Ray Lewis. was quite good because Ray Lewis has said that, but obviously Ray Lewis has said that 
you know, via in a different it's context. a very Michael Scott Wayne Gretzky type thing. Okay. I thought it was great. Um, from goodquote.com or some shit. Goodquotes.com, I think it was. <laughs> Uh, this, the little the little uh, watermark right on there. The website oh. that they post good quotes. Yeah, these quotes are good, folks. <laughs> also, uh, shout a lot, shout out to uh, Mark Stoops, the other Stoops, for completely um, not being the only reason that my uh, my dip picks have gone completely to the shitter. But uh, Georgia was favored by twenty two and a half. They were winning by twenty three points for like sixty five percent of this game. Until the final seconds in which, or final minutes in which Kentucky scored to fuck up my cover. And, uh, you know, Kentucky has some guys, both transfers, but Georgia's still, it's boring. It's not boring like I'm not going to watch them, but it's boring in the sense like they are very, very, very good. Anything else jump out at you? UCF just got, tr- I mean, that was. Cincinnati looked legit. I know. So I, I'm being told by my insider. He's like, don't don't take anything away from that game. He's like, Cincinnati is good, but we were running out a kid who's like 17 from Flagstaff. I don't know why that matters, but uh, you know, because what's his name? The the UCF quarterbacks was hurt mm-hmm. early in the season. Um, but they they look they look like they belong, and I'm pretty. I hope they can can. I would obviously prefer the ponies, but no, we would get embarrassed if we somehow beat them and then beat them again. What shocked me about that game is, yes, UCF does not have their quarterback in. UCF still has years of really good recruits on that team on both lines and big dudes. Like, they had the biggest line in the conference. And they got punked for, like, 200-and-some-odd yards to where, like, nobody was touching the running back. Since his running back's good, he's not great. Like, he's not a big dude. Like, he's, you know, it's not somebody who's going to, like, create, like, a Bijan Robinson, like, all-around, all-purpose back. Like, this is a dude that – if somebody was there, he probably would have been tackled. And nobody was there because Cincinnati's line was just dominating the foe, if you will. So, um, before we uh, move on, we 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 have to we have to discuss Coach O. Absolutely. Um, agrees to a buyout. This will be his last season. He will be finishing out the season. Um, and if you see him at a gas station, and you're in your workout attire, just 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 keep walking. <laughs> allegedly. Per sources, even multiple sources, even if you're pregnant, even if you're pregnant, we don't know how pregnant. Was <laughs> that or married with anything? Yeah, so he's is he just the is he he's just a creep? Like what's going on? What's what's up with him? I mean, um, I mean this is all well, lies, it was, of course. Well, the sources are and apparently this was a, a not a chancellor, uh, a trustee's wife, somebody somebody uh, high up in the LSU. He hit on the wrong woman, and um, amongst other issues, he um, yeah, you know, it doesn't help to go five and five. He'd probably been hitting on the wrong woman for a, a while. A single and man though, he's allowed to step out and mix it up. Even though they just Correct. beat the number twenty team, Florida, they did beat Florida somehow. And he was ex- he was it's almost as if Florida might, wasn't the number twenty team in the nation. But hey, don't you, you know, dare! Just saying. Um, I, I I guess let me back up real quick. Ed Orgeron, LSU coach, is uh, mutually agreed to part ways with LSU, basically, a buyout agreement. Um, we've already seen fallout in the form of some recruits decommitting. A four-star wide receiver decommitted earlier. There likely will be others. Um, as of now, it's said that he will stay on through the end of the season. I have a feeling that the more we see these decommits occur, the quicker you're going to see an interim name, somebody who can immediately start changing the page because – 
until they get him out of there, you're not going to really be able to give much breath to any rumors of who's coming in to plug the hole on these recruits jumping ship. So I'll be shocked if he's there the rest of the season. The name's obviously Tom Herman because they wanted Tom Herman for a time. That's a name, yeah. Joe Brady, who's going to say F that. He does not like recruiting. Uh, The name... Dave Aranda, coach at Baylor now, the DC, the DC at LSU on the uh, national title team. I don't hate that. Um, that's in that. That's I don't. I don't know. I've seen some people speculate. I don't know. I don't know if he would do that because I mean, he's. I know it's obviously a better job than Baylor, but he's having success at Baylor. I mean, I guess Matt Rule had success, then he went to the NFL. I don't know. I don't know much about Dave Aranda outside of that, but. Herm, I need Herman in there. I want Tom Herman in Baton Rouge. Um, yeah, Dylan, off, Dylan, uh, tell the folks at home what you're doing. Here. I was doing the. Uh, he was mo- who was he mocking? Uh, not Chance mock. Damn it, Drew uh, Lock. Drew Lock. Yeah, I was thinking Chance mock too. Yeah. With the uh, he the secure in the bag thing. He was, he's got the bag. Yeah. Knowing so now on. what I know about Drew Lock, like it's I'm less upset that he was doing that. Now that I know like Drew Lock is just kind of that cheese dicky kind of right. quarterback. Right. Um so Tom had a point. Exactly. Is what you're saying. <laughs> Do you want to give us the <laughs> timeline of uh, Coach O's last like eighteen months? <laughs> yeah, so let's see. In uh January of twenty twenty, he signed his six year extension for forty two million dollars. The very next month, February of twenty twenty, he files for divorce. Uh then he goes five and five that year. And um, let's see, photos surface of Coach O out on the town at a bar uh, looking, which you're allowed to do. Yeah, you know, uh, this looking, is a single uh, guy, you know, whatever. Or maybe not a bar, but he's, he's out, he stepped out, and he, is he shirtless in that? Anyway, he was having a good time. <laughs> he's got a Julian Edelman-level pick there uh, with a woman that yeah. uh, may have been just a random blonde he met yeah. at the pool, which, hey, again, single guy. Does Coach O have a chop house? Too. Coach O's gumbo house. He's got a fishing hole, apparently. A fishing hole. Gumbo hey. House. That means he's going to kill that guy. Yeah. Remember that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, he had a tough stretch since that national that national title. I see. Okay. The last report, though, was one I just learned about today, saying that uh, at multiple different occasions, not so much like multiple girlfriends at the same practice, um, but sources saying that he'd had instances where he would have a girl or woman at a practice, the woman would bring her kids, and her kids would be participating in individual drills during the practice. Like they're just, Dylan they're just on the shows sleds. Up and he's like, "Hey, Parks is going to run through uh, this W drill with the DBs real quick." What a dream for these kids, though. <laughs> they're probably like grew up like you know around Baton Rouge, like big LSU guys. Like, great, my mom's just dating Coach O now. I could take practice and take one straight to the dome from the jugs machine. Jeez, you just can't you can't do that, Coach Joe. Would that be worth coming down to like make yourself some cereal and you're still dry, crusty eyed and you just got big swing and D Coach O in your kitchen, just, like drinking he, straight out of your orange? He puts he's, off he's completely naked making coffee and I was gonna say he puts off uh just completely nude around yeah. like Ving Rames and baby boy yes. vibes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Randy, can we photoshop that scene real quick? Uh <laughs> oh man. Well, I don't know. They're probably not going to bring Les Miles back. Yeah, that's uh, not that I expected Kansas to be any good, but worse. And, you know, obviously his departure from Kansas was bad too. But worse coaches have gone off and, like, done okay jobs elsewhere. Like Jim McElwain, like, made a little bit of wave. Um, I guess he was at Colorado State first. But, like, when he went to Eastern Michigan, I think is where he was. Like, he didn't terrible, but that was bad. 
Ooh, breaking news. Sonny Dykes on the short list for LSU. I'm kidding. F out of here. I'm kidding. Uh, they need to extend Matt Wells sooner than later out in Texas Tech. That's all I can ask for. Um, okay. Other breaking news. Dylan and I, both green, phone cover boys. All right, we get oh, it. New so phone cool alert. Green. Cool, man. Very cool. cool. I'm rocking the X. Whatever. I throw. You know what? Solidarity with Damn, <laughs> Rest in peace, DMX. Hey, guys. What if it only took like a few minutes to change your relationship with stress and anxiety? I'd say, where do I sign up? Uh, Headspace, actually. Oh. You're familiar with Headspace. The power of meditation with Headspace, that's what they can do. Our thoughts can be confusing enough. Meditation doesn't have to be. It's great. It's fantastic. We all use it. We've said it a million times. We were using it before we even knew they sponsored podcasts, truthfully. It's your convenient dose of meditation, mindfulness, and sleep exercises to relieve stress and anxiety and help get you a good night's sleep on one app, making it easy to catch your breath and make time for your mental health, which is very important. Absolutely. And it's one of the most science-backed meditation apps in the world. Proving meditation works. A study proves in just two weeks, Headspace can reduce your stress by, guess, 14% wow. is the answer. You know, I've, I've, I've long been a user of Headspace. Big believer in it. Use it before they became a sponsor. Um, I find it very, very useful, especially for beginners. If you just, if you just want to try it out. I used it last night to wind down because post-Cowboy game, it was a wild one. Adrenaline, they were just just on fire. Adrenal glands just just absolutely warped. I did like one of the three-minute ones, the three-minute meditations, and boom. I slept great last night. My recovery on my little, my little uh, tracker here was fantastic, and I credit Headspace. Find some Headspace at headspace.com slash bang and get one month free of their entire meditation library. This is the best Headspace offer available. So go to headspace.com slash bang today. Headspace.com slash bang. Is it time to party? Are we going to party? <laughs> I don't know. I was just kind of getting the vibe from y'all that you weren't really feeling it. But Are you I'll... serious? Well, you know, I'm doing a little darty. Come on. A little Monday darty? I'm not doing darty. Um, NBA's back. Hey. Who are you riding with? Are you still riding with the Spurs? I'm a Spurs guy. All right, cool. But I'm a fair weather Spurs guy. Good. Hop on the Mavs train. You'll have a lot more fun. KJ, I don't even know who you ride with. I'm a Mavericks fan. I would say that I'm fairly sure that uh, you attended the Mavs playoff game with me. Uh, I recall it was a great game. Uh, Didn't win, but it was a good game. Um, No, I'm I'm rocking with Mavs. That was fun. Previously, I was briefly a Grizzlies fan, but not any time recently. Shout out to Machine, our friend uh, Machine, for the tickets to that game, by the way. Uh, Luca, the odds-on favorite for MVP. He was last year, too. He was last year, too. And my thought is you were going to see Luca's This year you will see his numbers will not look as gaudy as they work in a new offense under Jason Kidd. And I think they were gonna, are going to go out of their way to involve everybody more, KP specifically. Who, by the way, uh, did Luca did uh, post uh, a photo of him and KP chumming it up on the court, and KP liked it. Of course, you know, the last year it was like, oh, they hate each other. And now we're doing the Instagram thing, and I'm following it, and I'm, I'm screenshotting it, and I'm sending it to the boys. And whatever, KJ, you can laugh, but this it's, is my life, and you so need to respect it. football message board. 100%. number. 100%. Which we're almost in that season, by the way. Um, favors, favorites, Vegas odds, favorites to win the title. Brooklyn Nets, plus 240. Lakers at plus 400. Warriors Bucks at plus 900. Which reminds me. That 240's got to be assuming you get Kyrie back, right? I don't think they need. Wait, did you hear that we? I mean we. 
No, we uh, as I'm in, as in we the, as sport, the sports world. I'm kidding. Yeah, I think not, that's, I don't care about the. Brooklyn I assume Nets. it was before. However, for the MVP odds, he was like plus eight thousand, and so I don't know if it was two different books, two different yeah. times, but uh, they're still going to be uh, pretty strong in the East. There's not a lot of other teams that will challenge them, aside from obviously defending champ the Bucks. Giannis is pulling up from see. three now, man. Okay, please don't. He did it one time. Uh, I'd be interested to see how many steps forward the Hawks take. As much as like, I feel like I'm being guided to dislike them because of Trey Young, Luca. You don't have to. You like, don't have to. You can like weird. the Hawks, dude. They're not. I don't hate Trey Young. I Mavs like Trey Young. At plus three thousand, Grizzlies at plus ten thousand. I would be interested in MVP favorites. A little sprinkle. No, a little sprinkle. Luca's at plus 380, KD's at plus 600, Embiid and Giannis at plus 800. Some value out there in Tatum at plus, I want to say, okay. 6,000. So, get out there before these games tip. I'm tomorrow. excited, man. I'm going to start. You're going to notice a more insufferable version of me as the Mavs season rolls along. So, get just buckle up, buckaroos. Here's my uh, PSA for anyone who asks us why we aren't talking about, I don't know, their favorite team, the Pacers or... I don't know. You, you pick one. The Jazz in the middle of December. All of these games are still on Bally Sports. And I'm sorry, it's still not fully basketball season until Christmas Day. So mm. whatever happens next month and a half, I'll see highlights. But I've got no time for Ernie and Charles until Christmas Day. Oh, I beg. I will, I, look, I always have time for those those fellers. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I won't be watching many Jazz games. NBA starting. NHL just mm-hmm. started. College football is prime right now. Baseball. We have the playoffs in the MLB. NFL, of course, is rolling along. This is the time of year, David. This is it. Can't come soon enough. It's here. I don't want to derail and have a whole discussion on it, but would either of y'all have been happy if once we came out of the COVID effed up sports calendar that hockey or basketball or somebody said, you know what, let's break the mold and not have all this start at the same time and end at the same time? <laughs> Could use NHL, an NHL-NBA Split. Also, and I know it's next on the sports party, F1 is here this weekend. We won't be there. Sad to announce. We'll be watching, unless someone wants to offer us some sick access, for, um, in which case I might be in. For zero to very little money. I will spend a little bit of money. Like I will, I'm willing to spend at least $30 for a ticket. <laughs> uh, wow. Checo or Perez uh, was up in Dallas with uh, his Red Bull vehicle last weekend. And uh, my brother went because he's gone from never heard of F1 in two months to, like, going to events in person. Uh, but it looked pretty cool. Like, they were burning out tires and driving around cities. city. So, good on F1. I, too, will not be there as every hotel in the Austin area is sold out. Mm. Very cool. Well, that was a fun party. Before we get out of here, Dylan, will you run us back real quick? I would like to. Please do. Yes. Thank you, Dave. Uh, let's run it back. The segment during which we talk about what we already talked about. Get about Dave's Chop House. Not to be confused with Trap House. Urban's Chop House. Right. Germany, of course, is most known for Rammstein, the progressive metal band. A lot Davis, of flames. Davis Mills, not awful, very long neck. <laughs> Russell Wilson, big time dork status, cringy, tryhard nerd chotch is what I wrote. <laughs> uh, Dylan will sadly never sleep with Ciara. Not with that attitude. Thanks for reminding me. (laughs) KJ is clearly jealous of Dak's hips, which clearly do not lie. True. When divisional teams get together, throw the record books out the window. Ron Washington did drugs, possibly including 2CB, but probably not. 
I wouldn't put it past him. Coach Joe's horny gumbo house has legs. <laughs> Frog legs. Uh, oh, look at, look at that. that. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen. And that concludes Run It Back. Fun episode. We will be yep. back Thursday um, for a live stream. Um, any conflicts that night, like at that time? Uh, uh, you know, the Tulane Green Wave are visiting the ponies of Dallas, but. Are you going to go? You know, even go. if I do, I'll go live from the boulevard and or the game. We'll just have to figure out how to record. I, I might be. have conflict. We'll figure we'll it out. Maybe it. we'll do a Wednesday. You we'll know, keep an eye it. out. We'll figure it out. Wouldn't be the first time. We've done the Wednesday one before. I think our I'm first sure one. We did like a Tuesday or Wednesday. We absolutely yeah. did. All right. Thanks. We'll Bye. see you Bye. next time. Bye. I want my chips Sorry, with I just the dip. That's all I know. That's my, I don't that's want my, my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips.